You know when you go to post on social media and you have that instant thought of, I can't post this, I'm not an expert? Who am I that I should be putting this shit out on social media and all that not good enough crap that creeps up on us? We are going to dig deep into imposter syndrome today. What it is, how to see it coming, and how to sit with it comfortably and show up as your true self in spite of it. Okay, bus bench babes, let's dive in. You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast, where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. Hey, Christy, how's it going? Well, I'm currently living in a basement. And uh, tell us more about that. I haven't lived in a basement <laughs> since I was 18 and I'm, um, oh no, that's not true. No. So yeah. When, how long have you and Ryan been married? Five years this year? No, no. Oh gosh. Why ask me this? I'm going to get it wrong. And he's going to be like, babe. Did you get six, married the year six, after us? Six, six years. Seven. Did you get married before us? 2014, Beth. Well, how long have I been married? Oh, so we seven. got married the year after you. I was yes. thinking we got married before you. Okay. That was so, seven years. Wow. Yeah, before you met him, you and I were both basement dwellers. We I were. lived in my sister's and you lived... With my sister. <laughs> we were so, both yeah. basement dwellers. So. And you're now... A, okay, tell us more about your basement dwelling. Yeah, so our house is under... We have a 1909 uh, like fixer-upper, basically. And yep. we are doing some major remodel. And, you know, with a house that's a hundred and, I guess math isn't my strong suit today, 112 years old that we're at. We're in 2021. Yep. Or more. 112 years old. You have um, little little things that come up, like um, plumbing that just randomly is underneath a bathtub that has nothing to do with the bathtub. So anyways, we might be living there for um, the rest of our lives. But <laughs> now it'll be nice. It's it's fantastic. So we are living currently in a room in my parents' basement, two dogs, a toddler, Ryan and I, and running businesses. Really, everything is great. It's all great. Living your best living life. Living my best life. Um, I'm sure my mom and my stepdad are ready for us to go, even though they won't say it. Ah, <laughs> uh, Yeah, so that's how I am. I'm all sorts of great. Everything's fine, really. It's great. It's really great. How are you, Beth? I'm good. <laughs> I'm I'm still basking in my post-vacation glow. You do have a nice glow. Oh, yeah. St. Croix last week was living my best damn life. It looked amazing. It was amazing. I, yeah. Yeah. Like maybe next I wish time I could have told you I with. wrote a purchase agreement on a place down there. Not yet. When? I would like to know when. I don't know. We'll, we'll my talk suitcase about is packed. <laughs> I'm ready. You will love it. Yeah. Okay. Well, so today we are going to talk about all things imposter syndrome and how to really deal with it, 
how to navigate it, what to do when it creeps up, what it is, and all that good stuff. Okay, so it was funny. We I, we write a lot about imposter syndrome. Um, like I, I write about it a lot, quite a bit on my social media. Yeah. And I had someone write in the, the comments one day and said, "Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that that's what that was called." And I feel like it's been buzzword for. They've been buzzwords for uh, for a bit. It has been. It, but it it's makes, interesting when someone says they don't know what it is. So it's like, oh, we better look up the definition of what this really is. Right, right. So <laughs> I think that it's something that maybe we are, we probably most of us do experience. But when you actually put a label on it, you're like, oh, that's what that is. That's how I feel. Like, ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So one of the official definitions, if you're wondering exactly what imposter syndrome is, it refers to an internal experience of believing that you are not as competent as others perceive you to be. Uh, hand raised up over here. How many times has that happened Both to hands me? raised up over <laughs> here. <laughs> right? Right? We have all been there. And then... But the part that sticks up out to me in that sentence is it refers to an internal experience of believing, not necessarily the... So it... Yeah. Yeah. So so basically, uh, it's not real. Like the the actual like word imposter syndrome, it it actually just means like it's a it's like fake syndrome. It's something that happens to us, right? But it doesn't feel fake, though. It does not feel fake. It is a very real thing. Um, and if you pull up the Wikipedia definition of it, it's a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, accomplishments, and has persistent internalized fear of being exposed as an imposter. So that kind of like sums it up really well for what Mm -hmm. it is, like the very technical term. We usually don't pull out a dictionary here when we're together, but really honestly, just like calling it for what it is. And I think that when we say that, when we describe it like that, if you're sort of questioning what it is, you instantly can feel it on your insides, right? Because we've all been there. Right. We all feel this. Right. So we really want to dive into it because it's something that uh, affects the majority of us on a regular basis, I think. Well, and it affects every, like everything in life. How you show up, how you deal with people, how you run a business. It, it, it affects everything. Yeah. And when we're constantly being told to show up as our true authentic selves, and that's like how we build a brand and how we have a successful business and how you can operate in really healthy friendships and relationships and that sort of thing, uh, it creeps in a lot. And to be to be really honest, if if someone's not experiencing it ever or has no idea what this is, I don't I don't we're gonna I call bullshit and they're lying. Bullshit on that. They're lying. Something's not quite right. Or better there. yet, they're a narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, narcissists, welcome totally to listen to the show. We welcome you here, but um it's it's just it's not even possible. It's not possible. Yeah. No. So yeah, it's something we deal with every day and most likely it's not ever going to go away. So we, we, Beth and I chatted about this before we started recording here. And really, like, you can't actually kick it to the curb because it is something that's going to continue to creep in mm-hmm. and continue to uh, be a part of your life, whether or not you want it to be. And so we, you have to figure out a way to work with it. And yeah. so that's kind of what we're going to share today. I feel it creep in pretty regularly when I'm writing so I, you know, we put out a lot of social media, you know, we do for all of our, so you know, personal page, real estate, but the podcast page. And I feel it most like when I'm doing social media, I'm like, am I a fraud? Like, do I really know what I'm talking about here? It's, 
it can be super terrifying. So like, how do you deal with it? You know, if you're um, trying to build a social media brand and become an influencer on any sort of level, we're all encouraged to put ourselves out there, like really put ourselves out there, be authentic, share your stories. Anytime you take a class on Instagram, that's the first thing that the person teaching the class is going to tell you. Um, you know, and share that messy middle and not just show like that beautiful highlight reel. Like how, how do you do all that? Right. And so for me, uh, when I recognize it coming in, so this has been something I have struggled with like deeply, deeply through the years. And when I recognize it coming in, I call it out. Like this is going to sound, here we go, woo woo again. Uh, (laughs) It's what you're known for. How many, how many minutes are we into the show here? Um, I'll just basically say like, I see you, recognize it's coming in. I know it's there and I don't listen to it. So it's not that I'm trying to kick it to the curb. It's not that I'm saying, uh, you don't exist or like, I can do this, that kind of thing. I'm saying, okay, like right now I feel, I feel it creeping in. I feel this not good enough stuff. Like I shouldn't be posting this or I'm not an expert enough or I don't know enough about this. Who am I to be talking about this? Let it come in. Uh, tell myself, like, it's here. I'm not listening to it. Allow space for it. And then, like, I let it go. And I sort of rewrite the narrative. So that, for me, has been, like, really life-changing. And it's actually helped me identify when it's going to come up so I can prepare for it, which I think is key to to navigating it. Mm-hmm. So when we were going to launch the podcast – I had to tell it to shut the F up like, (laughs) I mean, five million times. And then thankfully, we were so freaking busy, like best, you know, running a real estate business. I'm creative director there. I'm mama like full time through the week. Uh, We're prepping for, you know, all things life and and prepping for a remodel, prepping for a remodel. And so thankfully, like when you're busy. It, it helps you because you just have to keep plugging forward. But it still ca- came up a lot. And I basically was like, shut the F up. I'm not dealing with this. But honestly, for years, this uh, really was paralyzing for me. And it affected so many things for me. And I intend like purposely downplayed launches with my business previously before working with Beth. I would downplay launches, downplay successes, like hide behind it and didn't let like myself shine or my business or my work shine the same way because I was like, I would fear it. I know. And what a shame like to have to like dim your light to just sort of like hide in the shadows. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is an exciting thing. And like you really, you put a glass ceiling on your success. You put a glass ceiling on where you can go. And honestly, you put a glass ceiling on how you're going to help other people. We have enough other glass ceilings in society. You don't need to put them on yourself, people. Yeah. (laughs) I like, but like, isn't it awesome that we're having an open dialogue and conversation about it today? Like in this bus bench babe community, like we want this to be a safe space where people can have this community and we can celebrate each other. You don't have to dim your light for anyone and you can be your true authentic self. Like how cool is it that we've, that we're creating this community and it just is continuing to grow. 
It's amazing. This has been so incredibly fulfilling for us, for Beth and I, like both. I think we can say that, right? To Absolutely. like see others shine, to celebrate with you, to say, you know what? I, I see you. Like that's hard. Like that really is hard to give that like space for that. And to be able to say, I struggle with this too. And that's okay. Like we can openly talk about these things now. Like it's, it's a safe space. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, one of the places that um, I've conquered a lot of fears in life. I've done a lot of a lot of introspection and a lot of <laughs> therapy and courses and things like that. So I feel like a lot of the fears and things that really kind of stressed me out earlier, you know, in my younger years, have sort of sort of subsided subsided a little yeah. bit. Um, the one that shows up for me pretty regularly is like not feeling smart enough, like being in a room with people. I have community college education, two community college degrees. I'm pretty proud of them. Um, but when you're in an edu- when you're in a room with PhDs and people that have like you know 20 years of schooling or they're forever academics, um, I those feelings creep up and I do feel less than. And it, I don't know. I don't like those feelings. It's yuck. And I just a lot of times like I try to go to like my affirmations. Like okay, I'm not. I'm worthy. I'm good yes. enough. Like, I'm a great businesswoman. I'm a great friend. I'm an awesome wife. I'm worthy of success, worthy yes. of happiness. Uh, I am wor- like, yeah, I am enough. I yeah. am enough. And the interesting thing with that, Beth, when, when you say uh, as far as, you know, like having a degree or being smart enough and like the intelligence factor, in no way are we calculating or figuring in emotional intelligence. Which I <laughs> no, my brain at <laughs> the moment doesn't factor in any of no, that. No, your brain or my is like wicked street smarts. Yeah, <laughs> I've read a million novels and have six PhDs, which that's amazing. Like if you that that's amazing if you do. Like absolutely, but we we're not calculating that when it when right. you're saying you have the fear of like not smart enough, right? What about the emotional intelligence and like how far that's gotten you in life? So it's really interesting how it will kind of shut that part off for us too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one of those things that um, I think you and I both agree that it's one of those things you don't you don't want to sit in that space for too long. No. So when you when you sit in that space for too long, you can really go down a rabbit hole. Uh, I a do. Deep dark. I, rabbit oh, hole. I absolutely do. If I even think about it for more than a few minutes I'm like oh you're too fat you look terrible in a swimsuit and okay in addition to not being smart and you can't stick to a food plan and (laughs) are you really a good daughter and maybe you aren't as good of a wife as you think that you are it becomes a deep my brain becomes a deep dark place where you don't want to be I can't sit in that space too long. No, no. And I think that happens to a lot of us, really. And once you start to kind of- I'm glad it's not just me. No, it's it's not just you. (laughs) And once you start to go down in that deep, dark place, I mean, it's hard to kind of pull yourself back out and you take some steps backward. And honestly, it rips the joy out of that moment. So going back to like, oh, like I'm not, you know, the swimsuit thing, right? Like how many pool parties would you miss? Or how many vacations would you like- not go out on the beach and or that kind of thing even if we just go to like body issue kind of stuff of not feeling good enough right and that's just like one little piece of it so like it literally rips joy and like steals life out of your life it's it's a thief it is a truly 
It's a lying thief is what it is. Son of a bitch. So let's <laughs> let's chat here. So, okay, like we all know imposter syndrome is a real thing. We know what it is. Like we're all dealing with it. At, you can be at any success level, whatever success looks like for you, define that any way you want and most likely you still battle this. Um, so how can you recognize like the triggers that will spiral you out, yeah. right? To go in that deep, dark place or whatever right. that looks like for you. For me, I know like I would just get to the point where – I, yeah, would like internalize and just feel like I'm not good enough and just feel like crap and sink and then just like not celebrate what was really happening. And I deal with it in a completely different way where I almost become like a dick about it where I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'll show you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you what a great wife I am. Yeah. Your ego is <laughs> like, I got this, Beth. I got this. I will protect you, right? It's so funny how two people that are such good friends like deal with that with imposter syndrome so like totally. on the opposite ends of the spectrum yeah yeah so like when you recognize things that will like trigger you that will like cause that spiral you can recognize the patterns whether they be from like who are you around when they happen right right is it a friend is it family w- what people are there places that do it like is there a social media account that you follow that every single effing time that you click on it you're like i am not enough I'm not a good enough mom. My child's not dressed in the best clothes. Oh my God, I didn't feed them the appropriate dinner. Look at that mom. Or look at that agent selling a gazillion houses. And like, I mean, whatever it is for you, whatever you, and that's on social media, right? So recognize where is that coming from and get rid of it. Turn it off. Turn it off. Mute it. If it's family and you know you can't avoid all of it, well then small doses. Right. Yeah. And sort of like prepping yourself. So like prepping you yourself. Have an X that makes you feel less than. Peace Try. out. Yeah. Peace out. Limit your connection with them and let, you know, just deal with your kid exchange and have that be it. Yeah. And just to touch a little more on social media because social media gets such a bad rap. And I understand why it gets such a bad rap. I did not always use it in a healthy way either. Like I totally get it. But we are so freaking afraid of unfollowing people. And it is this most bizarre thing to me. Like we have this fear that if we unfollow someone, it's going to it's going to somehow affect us negatively or they're going to think something negatively of us. And if they're if if accounts on social media are literally the reason why you're not posting because you're not feeling good enough. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, what are you absolutely like, what are you doing? It doesn't even make sense to me. So like unfollow them. Or if they think anything, it's none of your effing business. But you can also just mute them. You can mute them. So you don't have to see their stuff, but they don't know that you're not looking at it every day. You can do that. That's a great idea. It's a little bit more of like a Minnesota passive aggressive approach to it. See, like I didn't go that way. I didn't go down that route, see? (laughs) It can go either way here, It can go either way. But really, like what are you doing? Like what are you doing there? So like really recognize if on... Aunt Susie is always making you feel less than or a friend of yours is always like keeping up with the Joneses and you don't feel good enough to be around them or whatever. Yep. Small doses. Small doses. Yep. And so it's, recognizing that and dealing with it. We're adults. We get to choose, right? We do get to choose. But really, if you right now are thinking to yourself, I don't post on social media. I don't deal with social media. Social media sucks. Social media is a comparison game. Social media is like this unhealthy place. Everyone thinks they're so great or so it's this fake. picture perfect. This is going to hurt to hear. You're not using it correctly. So my challenge for you is go unfollow <laughs> all that BS crap and reframe your mindset around it. 
Because if that's where your imposter syndrome keeps creeping in from, what, like that really needs to be addressed because yeah. that's it's a huge problem, I think. Well, and changing your mindset about it too. So even if it isn't, it, it can be social media, but it can be any of the other triggers that you've identified along the way. Changing your mindset about it. Like get back to the affirmations and really like boost yourself up. Like you're in charge of you. No one else is going to do this for you. You've no. got to do this for yourself. Yeah. So like going back to like the affirmations that you were just talking about. And some some of you might think this is like so woo-woo weirdo stuff. But the reality is we do both, affirmations a lot. Don't I you? do them a lot. And the reality is they work. Like, I'm just going to say it. And it's not because I'm a woo-woo weirdo. Like, they just work. People, like, you go do them and see. And, like, I don't mean just do them for, like, a day. I mean do them, like, as you're driving and, like, do them the next week and the next week and the next week and practice them. And you're rewiring your brain. You are literally rewiring your brain. Give me an example of an affirmation that you do when you have imposter syndrome creeping in. Okay. So let me think of an example here. Okay. Let's just go to something super simple. So I post something on social media about motherhood, right? So I post like, um, like how I'm proud of being a mom, like that kind of thing. Like I, that sort of post. And then instantly I would think possibly, not always, because I've been working on this for a while. Well, actually, but you fed your kid chicken nuggets for dinner last night. <laughs> and actually you worked like extra hours this week and she didn't get that time with you. And so all these, which motherhood guilt is a whole nother ball game here. But maybe that's a whole nother episode. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but so that that'll creep in and then I'll instantly feel not good enough. I feel I'll feel not good enough as a mom and not good enough as a putting putting content out there to like encourage another woman, another right. mom. Right. So it's a bunch of BS. And so what I'll do when that comes in, I'll let it come in, listen to it because you're not going to be able to get rid of it. And honestly, if you're like, I just shut it up, I'm telling you, it goes deep down and you got to deal with it at some point. Yeah, it's so, going to it's going to bubble up at some point gonna when fester, you're least expecting it. It's going to fester in there. Yeah, so that that's another that's another show too. So <laughs> so it comes in, I hear it, and then I will literally rewrite the like rewrite it in my brain. So I will say I am a good mom. Today I spent, I did this with my daughter. I get, like I fed my daughter dinner that gave her energy, right? Like I will actually reframe it and re, like rewrite it in my mind. And then so my brain is hearing, yeah, it hears the imposter syndrome crap, but it also hears the correct thing as well. And what's actually happening. What's actually happening. I am a good mom. I am helping other women because I just had six women inbox me, DM me because of what I wrote was so impactful for them. And like this gives me goosebumps here. Like they may not be commenting on the post itself, but because a lot of things, vulnerability, like they go to your DMs. They just do. But six women reached out to you for like one post. Like, oh my gosh, this like really, if I was feeling the same way, thank you. Like, and you start a conversation. Guess what? I am good enough to be on here encouraging other women. So literally just like rewriting it, reframing it. And like once you tell your brain a different story, it has to also process that. So it's not like it can just process the, I'm not good enough. I'm a bad mom. Or like in the real estate world, like, you know, Jenny in the town over just sold 12 or just closed on 12 houses this month. And I'm barely, you know, I'm working with one buyer. So, right. right? 
yeah, it's that's that's a, like a legit thing. Yeah, you have to mute all that. No, and so like, okay, she Jenny can be successful. Like I can cheer her on, and I. I have one buyer. I am successful. Yes. I am serving my buyer well. So like really just rewriting that in in and your making brain. Making a connection. And make yeah, making yeah. a connection. Yeah. So I think there's so much of it. And that's how I, I for me that has been just incredibly life changing as far as dealing with n- navigating imposter syndrome. Um, I think imposter syndrome when it's so bad that it's preventing you from living your life. And yes. you're not showing up authentically and as your true self. And we talked touched a little bit earlier. If you're if it's holding you back from success, wealth, love, happiness, it truly has to end. You it have to put to. a stop to it. You have to. You can't let this control your life. And you know, if you're listening to this and thinking like, oh gosh, that's me, and now I feel even worse because this is controlling my life, right? I, I understand that hearing this called out very boldly could could also feel extremely isolating now you're like oh great now what do i do (laughs) now shit more work uh right but i I, we really want you to know that you're actually not alone that's that's a very like you're absolutely not alone but when it's happening you think you're alone you think you're alone and you're not and so so many of us deal with this and so you feeling that right now like that's okay feel that like Mm -hmm. sit with that for a minute And then start reprogramming your brain. Start like basically like rewriting your story, rewriting who you are, rewriting like you're, you are enough, you are worthy and practice those affirmations. Okay. You're jumping into our tips. We're going (laughs) to, we're going to end the episode with tips of like actionable things that you can do to really work on combating imposter syndrome. Yeah. And number one is affirmations. Affirmations. Okay. So. Yes, this is now just like a zen, woo-woo, here we go, let's get our crystals episode. But really those affirmations, same in the mirror when you get ready, right? Same in the mirror, same when you're driving. Give an example of something that you would say, like how would you word it? I'm an amazing realtor. I serve my clients really well. I am enough. I am a strong woman. I am a successful woman. Um, I'm beautiful. Go look in the mirror right now. If you have a mirror, look in the mirror and tell yourself, I am beautiful. And if you feel like it all when you say it, go do it 50 times it. more. <laughs> and I like am goosebumps saying this, but go do it. Just keep doing it. And it's going to feel so stupid. But once you start crying, that's the point where you, like, you can take a break. Because you'll start to actually, your brain's like processing and the motion of it all and all that icky, not good enough stuff. And then once you finally say it and you you break just a little bit with that, like you're, you'll start it's like to- like your insides are actually believing You're releasing it. it. You're yeah. not breaking. Sorry, that's not the right word. You're releasing it. And so do it. Just do it. So yeah, I'm enough. I'm an amazing realtor. I'm an amazing mom. I'm serving my clients well. Or if you're not a realtor, like I'm an amazing small business owner. Uh, or you stay at home with your kids. I'm an amazing stay-at-home mom, which I hate that phrase, but I'm an amazing mom. Household engineer. Household engineer. Whatever your Yeah, I'm an amazing wife. I am strong. I am capable. I am worthy of all of my success. I am smart enough. Yes. That's mine. Yes. Well, and second tip, rework that negative thought. Take your story and turn it around into something else. Like take those negative you... You did a really good example of like not feeling great enough, you know, good enough as a mom because Kaya had chicken nuggets 
Give yeah. me a break. <laughs> right? So She's very healthy and well-rounded. You're fine. She's fine. <laughs> so if you're like, you know, Michelle sold 10 homes this month and I only sold one. Like, okay. I suck. I'm a failure. Yeah. You, first of all, you're not. You sold one home. That's amazing. Rewrite that. You, pay, I paid my mortgage. I put food on the table for my family. Yep. I sold a home. I put a family into a home that really wanted it and really like needed it. I helped build their dreams. Like re reword it, like reframe it and like start like actually say it out loud. Like say it so like it it, it becomes existence essentially. Like speak it that. into existence, which is what, what Sarah does for her. She does. Yeah. Her open houses. And stuff. We're going to say this again. We're going to say this until we're blue in the face. And if we have to say this on every single podcast episode so it sinks in, stop following people on social media that make you feel bad about yourself. Please. And Please. Can I add a 3B to that? Yes. Uh, stop <laughs> spending time with friends or family or whomever that make you feel less than. And if you don't have the choice to completely stop, really, really, really like shrink that time with them. Yes. Yes. It's the same thing. Yes. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> okay. So fourth one, Beth, what is it? <laughs> um, send that email. Make that call. Post that post. Make that video. Like prove yourself wrong. Yes. This is such a huge one. Like prove yourself wrong. Prove that you are enough, right? Yeah. To yourself. Like we already know that you are. Uh, prove that you're a successful. Chances are everyone in your circle already knows that you are. Yes. Yes. So prove yourself wrong. You have to go out and do it. I'm not going to send that email because, you know, I don't actually know enough about the market. And I'm talking about the spring market and navigating it. And I don't know if I know as much as, you know, who the other person in the town over or, or you know, in a state over, whatever that looks like for you. I don't care. Send the email. You're going to reach a client and it's going to help them. So like that's how you're going to combat it. Or I'm not going to post on social media today because I actually, you know what? I just saw um, so-and-so who's another agent in our town and, you know, they just worded it better. No, no. No, but they didn't word it like you're going to word it. Exactly. And they're not going to reach the same people that you're going to reach. So just post it. Just send that email, make that phone call, make the video, and prove yourself wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Tip number five, surround yourself with people that really lift you up, that believe in you. Uh, the world's opening back up. Woo, 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 woo. Today yeah. in Minnesota, the mask mandate has lifted. Uh, uh, it feels like we're fine. Well, and now like go get coffee, go have happy hour with people that really, that make you feel like the best version of yourself. If you need a reminder, I'm sure there's someone in your circle that would love to tell you how awesome that you are. Mm -hmm. And they probably need the encouragement too. Yeah. So So be that for them as well. When you can like essentially give that back to them as well. What an incredible friendship, right? Right. So if you're thinking, I don't have anybody to go do this with that's going to make me. Yes, you do. Like open up. Who do you really have? Is there another business owner? Is there another realtor? Is there another, you know, mom? Or maybe you're like a little hesitant to reach out because you haven't really hung out with them before. Do it. Just do it. Make the connection and like go, go get some physical want like, Face-to-face interaction with someone. If you're still not comfortable because we're not technically out of this, you know, pandemic fully, go outside. 
like most states right now, it's warm enough to go be outside. Go for a walk. Meet go a for park, a walk. Spend time with people that really, really encourage you and, and love and you. And something else too is allow them to encourage you. When they actually say the words and they actually hold that space for you, be respectful of it and allow it to come in. Because someone say, I have been so guilty of this in life. or like, eh, whatever. And downplaying it. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Or like writing it off. And they're they're actually like giving you their energy and they're giving you like that motivation. And a they're, gift. It's a gift. It is a, a gift. gift. Like, so, so accept it, right? Yeah. Like, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when someone gives you a, you know, they always say that when someone gives you a compliment, not like, oh my gosh, this old thing, I got out of the clearance rack at Old Navy. No. All you simply say is, thank you. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. You're a good friend. Thank you. You're a great mom. You're a good friend too, Beth. Thank you. (laughs) Why, thank you. Uh, So. That's it, girls. That's it for today. Man, Uh, we did get woo-woo. Well, you got more woo-woo. You always do. Yeah. Well. It happens, right? It's life and it's important and I actually really believe in it. So. Me too. Welcome. Welcome to our world. But no, thank you so much for being here. And we understand that this is a really challenging thing to navigate. It's a challenging thing to navigate. It's a challenging thing to even talk about. It's a challenging thing to talk about. Yeah. So uh, we're here for you. Like DM us, shoot us an email. Like uh, we're we're here, and this community is absolutely for for everyone. And to be a safe place to talk about all things, even when absolutely. they suck, even even when they're hard. Absolutely. So, yeah. Well, we're so glad you're here, and we can't wait until you join us for our next podcast episode. And until then, keep your face off a bus bench and keep being the badass boss babe that you are. Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here. 